Hello, I'm Pastor Rod Fair, pastor of North Douglas Church here in Victoria, British Columbia. Welcome to North Douglas Church Online. This is part two of our core values review. And today I want to talk about love for community and the mission of the gospel. Uh, if you are not hearing this on podcast, but you're actually seeing it on video or, or live, I want you to know that the picture that is in the background is of a community event that's called Victoria's Symphony Splash. And the reason that I put it there, in talking about community and talking about gathering, I wanted to emphasize something that happens in our own community that is actually uh, an exciting event. You know, usually on the August long weekend, the people of Victoria gather uh, downtown on the lawn of the legislature and around the Empress Hotel. And uh, in that inner harbor, the symphony actually plays on a barge. And it is a great time of gathering together, of supporting one another, and of course, supporting the arts that uh, happen here in uh, the community of Victoria. And so, I wanted to put that picture up there as a background to what I wanted to share with you today. You see, I believe that the church has way more to celebrate than, than just music. In fact, when the church gathers, we are celebrating who God is and we are representing uh, the love of God in a way that is exemplary to uh, not only ourselves and to each other, but to the entire uh, community and world. And so that's what uh, what we are living for. That's why we are gathering together as a church. And I wanted to explain that in terms of what our core values are. So I've been reviewing those. And let me go over those six core values again. And, uh, and then we're going to talk about the two that I've chosen for this message today. So we value meeting with God. We value love for community. Uh, we value dependence on the Holy Spirit. We value cooperative service. We value generosity and we value the mission of the gospel. Now, the intent is that these values would help us to keep on track with what's going on in our life and how we come together as a faith community and serve God and how we represent Jesus uh, to the world. And ultimately, it is a, a help to us, especially in terms of uh, when there's circumstances that are uh, a little upsetting, like this pandemic has been, and there's circumstances in life that become uh, really the kind of draw away from what God's values are, we can look back at uh, our core values and say, hey, we've got to keep on track with this. We've got to keep faithful to what God has called us to do and to, for us to be. And so ultimately, that is why we have some core values and what we use them for. Now, along with our core values, I talked last week a little bit about our mission statement, but also a key verse, and I want to uh, just emphasize that to you today. Our key verse for our church is Ephesians 5.2, and in the New Living Translation, it says, Live a life filled with love, following the example of... Of Christ. And you'll notice that along with that, I put a picture. And that uh, picture on the screen is uh, really a, a photograph of that verse on the wall of the church. And one of the reasons that we put it right on the wall in the, in the entrance, when anybody comes into our church building, they automatically know what we're about. You know, we want to follow Christ. We want to live a life that is 
filled with God's love. And in doing so, uh, we're letting people know that those are the most important things that uh, we consider a key to our life, that we are followers of Christ and we represent God's love. And so I want you to know that in talking about love for community and the mission of the gospel today, we, we are going to talk about God's love uh, throughout this entire uh, message and teaching. And why is that so important? Why is the love of God uh, the measuring stick for us as far as who we are and what we do? And it comes right down to uh, the scriptures and, and who God is in his character. You see in 1 John uh, 4, it tells us that God is love. And that is, it's not just the fuzzy idea about what love is. It is the heart foundation of God's character. And so if we are going to be followers of Jesus Christ, we're going to be followers after God's heart, then we also need to represent what it means to be loving. And so that is one of the key factors to why we're talking so much about the love of God. Now, the dictionary says that love is an intense feeling of deep affection for someone. Now, you can imagine what that means. Like uh, when we want to get married, when we want to uh, show that a very ultimate and intimate love for someone else, we'd say, well, that is an intense feeling. But, you know, we can also love our friends and, and, you know, we could say, well, is that deep enough? Is that intense to be able to call love? And yeah, there's different kinds of, of love that we share with other people. And so we need to be able to uh, embrace an entire community with the love of God, because God does not just limit his love to one or two people or just a few people. He is uh, expanding uh, his family, and ultimately that means embracing all the people that would come to him. Now, I know that that is a, a, a very big thing, but let me explain it in terms of this. Um, some years ago when Cindy's grandparents were still alive and uh, even when uh, they had passed on and the other parts of the family were wanting to gather, they would hold a family reunion. And ultimately, um, Cindy's mom is uh, part of a Friesen clan, and that whole community would gather together. Now, she had nine brothers and one sister, uh, Cindy's mother did. And so ultimately, they all had families, and some of them were large. And so there was, there was cousins all over the place. And so when the family would gather together, um, there wouldn't be, you know, just... A couple of dozen people. We're talking ab about uh, hundreds that, that would come together for some of these family reunions when the Friesens gathered. And so ultimately, it was uh, a huge, a huge family. You didn't even know who all of the people were. It was like uh, meeting all of these connections that you had because of uh, of the family clan, but at the same time, getting to know some new people. But there was a, a love bond that happened automatically because these were your family, right? These were part of a, of a heritage that you shared. And so when we gathered together one, one year, um, we, uh, in order to identify what part of the family we belong to, that uh, all, of, uh, all of Cindy's family had these green t-shirts that said, Tina's team, because uh, we were all part of Cindy's mom's uh, part of that Friesen clan. And so we were able to uh, sort of designate ourselves as part of this so that people would know where we were coming from and uh, what part 
of the family we were. You know, we had a great time celebrating together, talking and sharing memories, but as well as just getting to know one another and the the kids, they, they would meet cousins that were far off and they were creating new memories. All that was part of a caring and loving family. And that is exactly uh, what God is trying to do. And uh, he is expanding the greater kingdom of God, the big family that God is creating. Now, so when we talk about the, the love of God, we're talking about joining his family. We're talking about coming alongside and being a part of something that's so much bigger than ourselves, but sharing this this love bond, this this incredible life-giving uh, belonging and, and uh, acceptance amongst people that um, that are drawn together because of the love of God. And so it's an amazing thing to be accepted by God himself, to him to know my strengths and my weaknesses as well as, as yours, and yet still extend his love to us saying, you belong, you are here because I want you here. And, uh, and just sharing that relationship connection with God is so huge to what God is trying to do. 1 John 1.12 says this, But to all who believed him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. John 3.16 says, For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son so that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God did this, sending his son Jesus Christ to be that sacrifice on a cross, to be raised from the dead so that people could be a part of his greater family. And in doing so, God was extending this invitation saying, you belong, you're a child of God because of Jesus Christ. And for anyone that would come and accept and believe that, then they would be a part of God's family. Now, I realize that being accepted as part of God's family may be something that not everyone has experienced and not everybody understands. And we want to help people to know there should be no one on this earth that, uh, that dies without knowing that God loves them. And we really believe that the message of God's love is so key. And so if you're listening to this message today, you said, well, I've, I've not really accepted the love of God like that. I've not really been drawn into a part of his family then I want to encourage you today to make that connection with God through Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you to you know, come to God confessing your sins, saying, I don't want to be separated from you. I don't want to be alienated from who you are. And, and just let God draw you into his family. Now, I realize that there are so many people that have not had a good relationship with their earthly father. And that has tainted the idea of God as a heavenly father. But ultimately, I want you to know that regardless of what your experience has been uh, with the father uh, on this earth, that God is so much more. That he knows you entirely. He knows all of the things that you're good at and all of the things that you're not good at. He knows your mistakes and he accepts you and loves you and wants to have this relationship with you. In fact, he wants it so much that he is making a way for eternal life uh, to happen so that even when our bodies die and we pass from this life, ultimately he is drawing us to a place where we will spend eternity with him. That we'll never be away from the love of God that he extends as a father. 
And so if, if you want that today, if you want to be a part of his family, drawn together because of his love, then I encourage you to pray a simple prayer like this. Dear God, I know you've made a way for me to join your family through Jesus. I ask you to forgive my sin and accept me into your family, giving me eternal life. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, God's love is perfect. God loves us and he knows us and being a part of his family is an exciting thing. And when we are a part of his family, we want to spend time with others. We want to gather together. We want to celebrate who God is as our father. We want to celebrate who Jesus is as our savior. And in doing so, we become part of church, uh, the global church, which is the Christians everywhere, but also the local church when we gather together in groups that are in our communities. God has this very, very big family. And, uh, and yet, you know, it's hard to be a part of a huge crowd. What we want, of course, is to be known and to know others on a more personal basis. And, and so we are drawn together as a church to represent the love of God to each other and, and to the world. And this is the main point of my message today. We want the love of God that is the heart of our faith community to be shared with others in our local area and around the world. You see, God's heart is core to who we are. It is one of our core values, right? That we would love, we have this love for community. And that means as part of God's family, we want to share that love with one another, but we also want to share it outside of our own local community. We want to share it with, you know, Christians that are all around the world. And we want to share it with people that aren't believers, that don't know God, so that they can be drawn into God's family. And so these two core values that I've stated become key to sharing the message of God's love, right? We want to share the love for community as well as represent the mission of the gospel. So let me talk about those two things. Let's start with talking about love for community. We want people to know that they are loved and accepted by God and by us. And so we'll meet together to share God's love and reach out to our surrounding neighborhoods to make that love known. In 1 John 4.11, it says, Dear friends, let us, since God loved us that much, we surely ought to love each other. We need to show God's love to one another. That's what being the church is about. We come together in order to share God's love. And so we do that through worship. We do that through uh, meeting and teaching, but we do it through encouragement. And so some of the the key words that we're going to talk about uh, as we talk about love for community is loving others. We're going to talk about acceptance, about belonging, being included. All of those things are key to sharing our core value of love for community. You see, love is meant to be shared. And so we want to do our best to share it with one another whenever we get together, as well as with those that are coming in for the first time or those that are outside our community. What can we do to share God's love? Hebrews 10, the writer of Hebrews says this in verse 24 and 25. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, but encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. 
You know, one of the reasons that we meet, of course, is for worship. We gather to hear the word of God and to celebrate who he is. But one of the things we do as a church is we we have this coffee time that happens afterwards. Whether people drink coffee or tea or juice, it doesn't really matter. We want to gather in the dining room uh, a little bit and just share a little bit of life. We want to share a few stories, what's going on in your world. And we want to connect with one another and be able to share the love of God. So it is a time for encouraging. Now, we realize that, you know, our dining room only holds like 40, maybe 50 people, and then it's jam-packed. And so we need to flow out into the foyer and at the gymnasium. And and uh, in order to connect with one another, it's important that we share a little bit of life. We share about what's going on in our life, encourage one another, pray for one another. All those things are important. We want to practice them, but it's not enough just to do it on a Sunday morning. Truthfully, we need to be able to share life together when we're gathering in small groups, when we're inviting someone over to our home or inviting someone out for coffee, when we connect online, when we uh, leave a comment on Facebook or we chat. All of those things are hugely important that we encourage and share God's love because that is what it means to have a love for community. Now, let me talk about the second uh, core value, that is the mission of the gospel. The mission of Jesus to reach the lost is of utmost importance to our church as a whole. We need to support mission projects and personnel, be involved in outreach both locally and abroad, and teach the value of the gospel in every way possible. You know, in speaking about the end times, Jesus said this in Matthew 24, Sin will be rampant everywhere, and the love of many will grow cold, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the entire Uh, whole world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. I know that within these days we are often concerned that is this the end times and is uh, God going to come and redeem the, the world? Is he going to send Jesus Christ in order to fix all of the problems? Well, if you want to see that happen, one of the key prophecies that has Jesus' uh, return uh, imminent is the fact that the gospel is preached throughout the whole world. And so the mission of the gospel, this value, means that we will share God's love anywhere, everywhere, through whatever means we can. We want people to know that God loves them, that he has saved them, that he has sent a savior and a son, Jesus Christ. That's all about the mission of the gospel. And so it needs to be shared. Romans 10, Paul said, for everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved, but how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? How can they believe in him if they've never heard of him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them without being sent? That is why the scriptures say, how beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring good news. Now, I can only do so much myself. I have a circle of friends or activities that I do and I meet people. I see people at church and I see some people in the community, but you know, I can only do so much in, in reaching others and how would I ever reach the entire world? The truth is, if I partner with others that are doing the same, if they are reaching out with the gospel of Jesus Christ to other places in the world, then I am helping spread 
the message of the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so we partner as a church with a number of different global workers, people that are sharing the gospel around the world. And it's important that we do so. So sometimes we send money. We definitely pray for our global worker that are partnering with us and we partner with them. We want to encourage people everywhere to be able to hear about Jesus. So sometimes those are humanitarian projects and some of our global workers are involved in things like eyeglass ministry or helping uh, teach uh, the younger generation. Uh, Some of them are involved in uh, reaching out to people that are farther uh, away from civilization. They're definitely in a more rural or even sometimes a more jungle atmosphere. And we want to encourage all of those things to happen so that people everywhere hear about Jesus Christ. And so we really support the love of Jesus being known regardless of where people live in the world. I, I can't travel everywhere, but I can support and help. And that's being having the value of the mission of the gospel at the heart of what we're doing. You know, as I come to the end of this message, I want you to know that God's love is big. It is so big that it can can encompass anyone who would come to Jesus Christ. And so it reaches across the cultures, across the races, uh, any country boundary lines. It doesn't matter. The love of God applies to everyone. And as we love community and as we uh, share the mission of the gospel, we can reach so many more people. And we want them to know that God loves them so that they can be included in eternal life. We will actually see people that are a part of our great big God family in heaven. And, um, and that's, a, that's a key point for us. I want you to know that God's love is very big. Let's be the example to others of what it means to live in God's love. Father God, we pray today that you would help us to represent your heart the very best of our ability. God, that when we are caring for others, that we would be encouraging, that we would be helpful and supportive, that when we're supporting and reaching and partnering with people that would share the gospel, that they would be able to teach clearly, that they would be able to share your love in a way that is hopeful and helpful. So, God, we pray that you would help us to represent you in the very best way we can. God, keep us moving forward uh, within your love, living for Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for being a part of this teaching today. And uh, I pray that this week is just full of opportunity for you to share the message of Jesus Christ. If you want more of these messages, you can find them on our social media pages, northdouglaschurch.com, on our YouTube channel and Facebook page, as well as on podcast. God bless you and have a great week.